Hannah Kim. And I'm Donnie Bracha. And welcome to the 77th episode of the Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we'll be talking about the books that we have been reading so far. But before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Even Little Things podcast. I know it's been such a long time, but we are <laughs> we are back. We're fresh from our break. Um, not that it's an excuse, but we graduated high school and then um, so we graduated and then we went on vacation and then I got sick <laughs> last week. And so we just have not had any time to record. It's just been such a whirlwind month. And so we just decided that we were just going to take a big break. And now we're back for the summer. We promised that our episodes would be more regular now. And we're so excited to get back into it. I mean, I was texting Duani. Um, we were like planning to record this. And I was like, I'm just so excited to get back into recording because we have so much we like want to say and everything. And we just, I don't know, like, I feel like my life is like, is like has changed I don't know um there's just been a lot of change and a lot has happened like I told you <laughs> I graduated I went on vacation I got sick I'm back I'm not sick anymore and I didn't have COVID and that's like a whole other story like oh my gosh but I'll let Dwayne talk first <laughs> yeah it's been like two or like three weeks now since you graduated so we've just been like just like soaking in like our last summer before going to college so I just haven't been like able to record or anything but now like we're ready I feel like we kind of like have like a schedule now um now that you know like we're settled into summer so we're very um very very excited to record and we have like tons and tons of ideas um that you know we want to talk about yeah I have at least like 10 episode ideas like stockpiled up so be ready because we will be recording these episodes um but like as we get into our ramble as I said I was really sick last week and um so one of my friends had COVID and I I I hung out with her and so I thought I had COVID because I had like all the symptoms like I was had a sore throat I had a runny nose I was just really like sick um but it felt like a cold too. Like it just felt kind of like a cold, but I did hear like from a lot of my friends that have COVID recently that it feels kind of just like a regular cold. Um, and it takes a while for them to test positive. So my family decided it'd be best if I like isolated in our basement. So I was in our basement for like a whole eight days, which was really horrible. And I, <laughs> in that time, I did not see any like human other human being except for like when my mom dropped off my food and that was literally it like I was inside I was isolated it was really horrible because I was having so much FOMO like I was like oh my gosh everyone's having fun without me and I just have to stay inside and it sucked it was so awful and I tested four different times and I was negative all four times so I did go to the doctor's office a couple of days before I got sick. So I was thinking like, maybe I got it from there because I, this is my last appointment at the pediatrician's office <laughs> because now I'm 18. So now I can't go to the pediatrician, but that was like my last checkup. And you know how it is there. Like kids are sick and they used to have like a section in my doctor's office, like sick and non-sick patients, but now they just like mixed it. So I probably couldn't have got, I could have gotten like some sort of like nasty cold from there, but I also find it like really weird, like a huge coincidence that like my friend had 
COVID, but I, I didn't. And I, I hung out with her and I also felt sick and got a cold. So I don't really know what happened there, but it's been a whole week plus one day of isolation. I'm out of isolation now and I test negative. So yeah, I, the whole time I didn't have COVID, but I don't know. I don't really know what was up with that. It was a weird time. That just sounds like horrible. Just like staying like in one room for like eight days. Like that would drive me insane. Yeah, it was, it was not fun. Like I would get so excited to see my mom when she would drop off my meals. Like, and like what we did was like, like my mom would like, so we didn't want anyone to come into the basement. So my, there's like a door in the back of my house and they would drop off the food outside of the basement door and I would have to go retrieve it. And I told this to like some other people, but I felt like a dog. Cause you know, like dogs have to be like, wait to be fed and like taken out and things like that. I just, I felt like that. It was horrible and I had so much FOMO and, it, and on top of that, I was like sick. So that was not great. But I mean, I guess it was kind of good that we went on vacation like a week before that because I did, I was out and about then and we were in California and it was a lot of fun. Um, And no, I did not get sick from that vacation because we came back and I tested negative for COVID like two times um, after that. And it was a couple, it was like about a week after we came back. So I don't really know how I was sick, but how is, how's your summer going so far, Duani? It's been, it's been going good. Like, after, like, I graduated, like, the first, like, week or two, um, like, week and a half, like, two weeks, like, I went out, like, every single day with people, um, and, like, I had a lot of friends that were, like, going away um, for, like, the whole summer, some places, or, like, they're going on vacation, I wouldn't see them until, like, July or August, so, like, that was really fun because like every day but it was also bad because I was like eating out every day and that isn't like the best thing but um that was really fun and now it's kind of like calm down and like honestly I'm just kind of like going crazy at home like I, I go to work sometimes and then like that's like twice a week now and then there, like sometimes I hang out with people like once or twice but then the rest of the day it's like I feel like no amount of like tv or books is like helping and I just feel like crazy like just sitting at home because like my parents also work so like I don't have a car to like do anything so I'm kind of just like stuck at home so that's been kind of boring but like so far like summer has been off to a good start but I can't believe like half of July is like already over like it's been going by really really fast yeah I (laughs) I spent half of July in my basement so it's been really really fun um but yeah like now that I'm out of isolation every single day this week I've been trying to like plan something to do like today I drove to Target and the library and went for a walk outside and like tomorrow I'm trying to do something with Duani and then Wednesday I'm gonna go berry picking and then Thursday I don't have any plans but I'm trying to make a plan and then Friday I have plans and Saturday I have plans I just don't want to be home every single day now. I just want to be out and about. Like, I just can't do it. And also, I'm leaving, you know? Like, and I want to see people and I want to hang out and I want to have, like, a really good summer and feel, like, totally relaxed and just, like, feel, like, still connected to people because I am leaving soon and, you know, I'm going to miss my friends and miss Washington and things like that. And so I've just been trying to get the most out of the summer 
And yeah, I just can't believe it because I'm moving in in literally a month and a couple of days. And that is really, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Like I've been trying to find things for my dorm and like shop for it. And it's just so expensive. Like everything about dorm shopping is expensive. And I just feel like it is. And I don't know why, but like when I was little, I used to think that like dorms like provided like all this stuff. And now thinking about that now, I, I find it funny because like, um, like my we like moved my uncle into college like when I was like I don't know really little and like maybe 10 years old and I remember like going there and thinking that like all the stuff he had like in his dorm was like the college gave it to him but that's like obviously not true and now thinking about that I find that so funny because I have to buy all this stuff and I don't know it's just expensive and it's stressing me out because I'm like I don't know like how I want my dorm to look I don't you know it's like a whole thing but yeah I'm like excited to move out, but I'm also like kind of nervous. Yeah, it's just going by too fast. And I cannot believe like this is like our last like summer as like children. And it's just like, (laughs) it's kind of, I mean, it doesn't like really feel that much different, but it's just kind of sad. Like this is our last summer as kids and now we're all going to college. Because honestly, like it felt like, years until we would like be going to college but it's here like it's here now in like a month and that's just kind of that's frightening it is it is really scary but if you don't have anything else to say in our ramble it's time to do you have anything else to say oh i don't it's time to get into our mid-year book not a haul but like mid-year book talk i guess so to kind of explain this Dawn and I are just going to talk about like all the books we've read this year so far. I don't know if you like used to watch like YouTube, like booktubers back in the day, but they used to call it like a mid-year book freak out, freak out tag, freak tag, whatever. And I just kind of thought that'd be kind of fun in a podcast because Dawn and I do love reading. So yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to talk about like all the books that we read this year, our favorites, our least favorites, something interesting that we read, something we recommend, how many books we've read, just all that jazz, you know. So Duani, like, what do you have to say first? Um, So far, like last year, I made my goal to read 100 books. And like, I feel like that was like way too much because so far I've only read like 36 because, um, I don't know what it is, but like every single book that I've been reading has been so like mediocre and just like doesn't make me want to read because like I'll read it and it's like books that a lot of people have recommended and books that people also haven't and they're just like not fun to read and like I just force myself to finish it and then it's just it's just like it's kind of boring so like this year I've like not had a good year like I need to find like good like good four or five star books to read because so far every every like single book that I've read has been like kind of trash but the first one that I've read is the Kiss Quotient by Helen Wong I hope I'm saying that name right but um this one was like the very first one I read in like uh, literally January 1st is when I finished it and it was like decent it wasn't like too bad um I don't really remember much but I know that like she asks some like guy to help her with um some like some stuff and <laughs> like intimacy how about that intimacy <laughs> with intimacy and then like you know I'm sure you can guess like stuff happens and then they like like each other and blah 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 and it was kind of it was cute and funny but um 
yeah that was like the very first book i read i gave it a four stars but like i'm okay debating that but you know what january 1st me thought it deserved four stars so i rated that four stars yeah i always think it's funny sometimes when i look back in like retrospect like what books i rated like so high and like what i didn't because sometimes i'm like no that was a lot better than it i remember it being or sometimes i'm like no that was horrible that was trash but I so far have read 47 books this year and I make my goal the same every single year. I just feel like my number is a good number. So I just do 50 books. I, that's my goal every single year to read 50 books. Um, honestly, I really should make it 52. So it's like one book a week, but I don't know. I just like the number 50. I, okay. The thing about me is like, when I set these like goals, I, I just like it to add the number to end in zero or five. That's just really, I don't, that's weird, right? I don't know. So I just chose 50 because that felt like, that felt like even to me. I, is that weird? Okay. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. But I read 47 out of 50 books this year so far. So I'm actually doing better than last year. Um, I don't know why. I just, I guess whenever I get bored, I just start reading now and sometimes it's just like my comfort thing like it doesn't really matter whether I am enjoying the book so far sometimes we're just like like reading because it's like a comfort thing and it's the thing that I want to do when I'm like bored or lonely and things like that so yeah and the first book I read this year was actually Verity by Colleen Hoover which actually Duani recommended to me and I was like okay that sounds really good and it was actually my first Colleen Hoover book so that's really interesting too which I I I find I I guess that's kind of weird because that it's like not her usual genre. So um, it's definitely very interesting. But if you haven't read Verity, very, very, how do I describe Verity without giving too much away? Um, well, basically, it's about this like, um, it's about this writer. And there's this and she's been like commissioned by this like famous author's husband to like finish a the famous author's like book series because the author um her name is Verity right Verity is like she's like she's like she's paralyzed and like she cannot write anymore so she's commissioned by her husband the uh, Verity's husband to come like to the house and like finish the books and everything like that and then she like as she's like oh, organizing the stuff for the book in Verity's office, she finds this like whole diary and it switches between like the main character's thoughts and Verity's diary. And we find out some like really dark, creepy stuff. And it's kind of like psychological and you don't really know like who's telling the truth or not. And in the end, it is just so creepy it's just creepy like it's just I could not I was paralyzed for like literally three hours after that book because I was afraid to move I was so scared and I actually I think I gave it a five star oh yeah I did I'm looking at Goodreads I gave it a five stars I guess just because it was like I read it in like a couple hours it was really good it made me feel things and I was like oh my gosh like it's good so I gave it a five stars and I think I would still stick with that I think that was a pretty good book it was pretty solid and if you're into like thriller or like psychological anything like that like I would really recommend it um although do check like trigger warnings and things like that because it's like it's like really messed up like some of it is like really messed up so I would definitely like check the trigger warnings yeah that book was like one of my favorites that I read last year and I still give it a five stars like it's so like creepy and it like 
and it like effed me up like it was just <laughs> and, and the ending of the book like still like traumatizes me like it was just oh and like I'm not that big fan of like Colleen Hoover because like I've been like reading like more of her books and like her writing style is just like not for me and I hate the fact that like every single one of her books has a pregnancy trope in it but like Verity definitely has to be like one of the best books she's ever written but um anyway the second book I read was Always Only You by Chloe Lise Elise I think I don't know but um it's kind of like a sports romance, I guess. There's like two people and they're kind of like co-workers and they both um, are like struggling with stuff. Um, she got like diagnosed with like autism and he has, um, and he's just like, I don't know, he's just like the grumpy, he's like the sunshine one and the girl's like the grumpy one so kind of like the reverse sunshine trope. Um, and like, it's kind of like in a series, it's like standalone, but it's like about, like these like seven like siblings or whatever and each of them have like a book and this one I rated four stars and again like I would change it to like three stars maybe like it, it was like a cute romance book but it wasn't like like a good or like a great one that I've read so far yeah I've never heard of that series before but I think I'd check it out because it sounds interesting um I don't know why but I have like such a hard time with like series books now like books that are in a series because I just don't have the attention span for it like I I feel like I have to read the other books in the series but also like it really depends on like how good the first book is for me and sometimes that book is like really the first book is like not good and then I don't feel like motivated to read the other books in the series like for example a book that's like that for me is oh my gosh what series is it oh um like the twisted series like I think it's like twisted lies twisted hate twisted games twisted love like I didn't like the first one but I know a lot of people said the first one's their least favorite but I just feel so unmotivated to read the other books in this series because I didn't like the first one I know that's like not a fair judgment it's just like it's really hard for me to like get over it and I, I feel like it's just going to be like the same because like I think a lot of my problem was just like the way it was like written. I don't know. It just gave me the same vibes as like um, Tessa Bailey books, which I really don't like. Um, but anyways, the second book I read this year was It Sounded Better in My Head, which was a really cute YA novel I recommend. And then I read Emily Ratajkowski's book, which is called My Body, which is like a nonfiction memoir type essay type book. And I really, really liked it. So if you don't know who Emily Ratajkowski, I don't know how to say her last name, um, but I think it's Ratajkowski. I, I'm really not sure, but she's like a very famous model. And her book was basically about how she use, she uses like her body is like her art form and because she's a model and her body is for her expression to use, but she doesn't feel like, well, she feels like she's used her body to get her in, get her places in life and she's used it for art and things like that, but also how in doing so she has put up her body for like other people's like other people's like not manipulation and use but like kind of and how she doesn't think that that is fair and things like that because it's like her body and so it's basically just like an exploration of like how she feels about the whole industry and her body and how 
um, how her exploited her body has become. Um, and I, I thought that was like, a, it was actually really good. Like I didn't think it was going to be good at all because I was like, oh, like, I don't know. I guess it was a really bad misconception of mine that I just thought like, oh, this like model, like what does she have to say about like women's rights and like bodies and things like that? Like she's probably just going to say like something really shallow, but I was actually pro- proven very wrong and she it was really smart. I really liked the way it went and I liked the discussion of it. And I don't think we talk about this enough, like just because somebody puts up their body as like art or like something to look at and things like that doesn't mean that we get to like exploit their body and things like that. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, they they modeled, so they chose to do that. But just because someone chooses to do something doesn't mean that you are up to like comment on it or exploit it and things like that. So I just thought it was interesting and I gave it like a 4.5. That one sounds interesting. I think it's on my to me first. But um, the third book I read was like The Darkest Temptation by like Danielle Laurie. And like the author is like really racist and stuff. So like, I don't really support her. But good thing I downloaded that book illegally. So, you know, that's okay. But this one again is like mafia type. And like, I just recently realized like, I just don't like those type of books. Like they're just, they're just, they're not it. Like they're not, it's, I don't know if it's like, because it's not well written or like what the problem is but like they're just not interesting and they're always stupid and like the girl and they like always kidnap the girl and she ends up falling in love with him and I feel like it's like Stockholm syndrome (laughs) you've kidnapped this girl for so long like what else is she gonna do but um honestly this book felt like that because he literally like kidnaps her and like locks her in a room and like change her to the bed and they still you know like intimate stuff and like I love you I love you it's so stupid it's like you've like tortured her and like in one scene he like leaves her out in like the freezing cold and she like almost dies like so I'm pretty sure it's like Stockholm syndrome so that one I gave it like a three because it was just like some parts of it were cute but then other parts of it was like who in like their right mind would fall in love with a guy like that like it's just it's crazy like it's like what pad like what pad stuff yeah I I can't read mafia books like I can't read any like I don't know I just I guess I don't like it I don't like any like men of dominance books does that make sense like just books where like men are like really really dominant and really just like assholey like I just can't do it like I'm sorry it's just the worst like who gave you that authority like please pipe down like please pipe down like you're just so annoying and I just can't understand especially because I read basically only romance I read romance and literary fiction and that's kind of pretty much it and like memoirs I like memoirs and poetry um but aside from like nonfiction, like fiction wise I like to read romance basically and so if it's like a lot of like men of dominance stuff I find it really like I just don't like it because I don't like the way like women are treated in that book or like other other men just I don't like the way that they like disrespect other people and they just like pawn it off as like oh that's like an authority like I'm the mafia boss so I get to act that way no you don't that's like human decency and it's really weird and I just don't like it it just it feels like icky to me especially like when it comes to like spicy scenes it just feels like icky like it feels like I don't know and like a lot of times like with mafia books it is like the Stockholm syndrome thing like how could you fall in love tell me how can you fall in love with someone who literally kidnapped you gagged you like put you out in the cold like that just sounds horrible and really I don't know that doesn't seem like love to me um but 
I don't think I can go through like all the books I read this year, like individually. So I'm just going to start going by like, I don't know, just highlights. So a highlight for me this year is I read a lot of, um, I read a lot of how do I, historical fiction, like romance books. I think it's just because after I watched Bridgerton, I just season two, I just couldn't get enough. Like I needed to read literally all the historical fiction books I could get my hands on. So for all the historical fiction I read, I read Just Like Heaven by Julia Quinn, um, which is like a spinoff, like a different, um, not a spinoff, but like a different historical romance series she wrote. And I can't really remember like what it's about. So I guess that tells you how good it was. <laughs> and then I read Romancing Mr. Bridgerton, um, which is Colin and Penelope's book if you watched Bridgerton the series and I hated it it was absolutely awful I'm really really not excited for their season because I just didn't like the book like it was just bad like I don't really understand how they fell in love and it just made Penelope look really stupid and then I read Alisa Kleepas Claypass book I don't know how to pronounce her last name um Secrets of a Summer Night and then it happened one autumn and it's part of like the wallflower series and also I can't really remember what happens because basically every single historical romance fiction book is kind of the same uh, <laughs> which is kind of bad but like I gobble them up because they're really like they're really good at emotion I feel like because a lot of books like I feel like they don't like have that tension but like historical romance books I feel like there's a lot of tension there because they're like oh my god you like touch my glove like that's so scandalous you know and I really like that I'm like okay that's scandalous it is um and then I read Mr. Malcolm's List um that's actually in the movie theaters right now um I hated it (laughs) I gave it a one star it was not good and then I read more in the Bridgerton series um I read When He Was Wicked and On the Way to the Wedding. And those are um, Florence's book and Gregory's book. Um, and then finally, I read last week, The Secret Diaries of Miss Miranda Cheever. And that was also like mediocre. So I read a lot of historical fiction books and they're all really, really mediocre. And I don't know, I just read a lot of them and I think that they're good, but they're also not good. So that's kind of what I have to say about those. I have not been like a huge fan of like historical fiction or anything like th- that type of genre. And like at first I even like refused to watch Bridgerton because I was like, this sounds so boring and bad. But like I loved like this um I loved Bridgerton like both seasons. So maybe like I might give historical fiction um another chance, but like usually I don't like that genre. Um yeah. And then for the other types, other books that I read, I read Wait For It by Mariana Zapata. And like her books are usually like, um, her books are usually like long and like a very, very like slow burn. But honestly, like this one, I didn't really like that much. Like, you know, she's like raising like two little kids by herself. um, And like, you know she's like a good job family or whatever and there's like a guy that lives like across from her and like I felt like it was just way too slow because there wasn't like much like happening in it and for like or to like drag it out for like 670 pages I just honestly felt like that was a little bit too long and then I read um Dear Enemy by Kristen Callahan and this one is supposed to be like kind of like enemies to lovers like rivalry or something and they've like known each other since kids but um you know like they 
and like she didn't like him at all and like they grew up and kind of like that and it, again it was like a mediocre romance um I didn't feel like there was much chemistry and like there wasn't much like she like like portray portrays the book as like you know like some rivalry to like lovers um like their enemies or they like hate each other but there wasn't like much of that it felt like very little and like all of a sudden they're like all over each other so that was like decent and then I read all the the twisted series and like the first one was not good but like I kind of like just got bored and I was like I don't know what to read so I was like let me just read that and so I read all the books the first one was like decent the second one was like she's like she's gonna be like she falls in love with her bodyguard and then turns out she's gonna be like the princess of like Eldora or whatever and like the bodyguard can't really be with her because he's like a bodyguard and he's not like loyal or anything like that and she can't marry him so like they come up with a plan so like like overthrow like a system that's been in place for hundreds of years so that she can marry her bodyguard and it was like weird so I gave that one a two star or three stars and then the third one the third one I actually liked because it seemed normal like the guy is a doctor and the girl is doing an internship and hopefully wants to become a lawyer so like and he was like doing his residency so like that felt normal like there's no billionaires there's no princesses stuff like that um and that one was kind of like an enemies to lovers kind of book and like I kind of liked that one and like it was I he like did something like really cool and I felt like kind of like real enemies so I I like that one and then the fourth book like just recently came out and that one like I'm debating if it was like a three or a four stars because this like guy that's met this girl for two times is like in love with her and like thinks that like no guy can have her and he acts like cold and mean and arrogant because like he saw this girl twice and it's and it's kind of like creepy if you think about it because like (laughs) if you've seen a person twice like he asked her to like water his plants so that um he would like lower her rent and because he was like in love with her or whatever after seeing her two times and her roommate moved out so she's like I can't afford rent anymore so he was like if you come in and like water my plants like I'll reduce like your rate it's so weird but um that one was like decent but yeah okay the I've heard really really good things about book three but I just, I can't get over book one. What was that? To, okay, not to spoil anything, but book one, that, okay. You know how there's like contemporary romance and then there's like weird, like, okay. It just wasn't contemporary romance because what happened at the end there, that was weird. That, okay, you know what? I'm going to spoil it. So if you don't want spoilers, just skip the next like two minutes of this. But basically like, isn't like there's like an evil uncle and then he like her dad, the main character's dad is not really her dad. And he like tries to like drown her. And like, then he like planned this whole revenge in the first place. And then he ends up falling in love with her anyways. But he like was using her for like revenge. But then it didn't really matter because he actually is in love with her. But her dad's really evil and the uncle's really evil. And that was whole the whole thing. Yeah, that, yeah, it was that one. (laughs) 
that was that was probably one of the craziest books I've read like that was pretty crazy like I don't know like it took such a turn because it was like contemporary romance and then all of a sudden it was like the uncle's evil the dad's evil this was a whole revenge plot like I don't know it was just weird but yeah that's why I feel like book three is a lot better because it's like normal people normal people like no billionaires no creepy dudes like falling in love with the girl after like seeing them twice like no bodyguards no princesses normal people like you and me so I feel like that one's so much better and like relatable because like how many of us have like met billionaires like I can guarantee not that many I've never met a billionaire. <laughs> um, I don't know. That whole series, maybe you guys should check it out. I don't know. I am not going to judge you. Um, I actually might read the third one because that sounds good. But, you know, who, who's, who's to say? Um, so I guess I'll talk about my favorite books that I've read this year so far. I'm looking at my list. Okay, so I'll give a few honorable mentions. Um, a book I really liked this year was before we were strangers um this is a um it's kind of like a second chance romance um and basically these two people fall in love at like nyu and then there's like a misconnection and it goes back and forth between present and past and i really liked it i just thought it was really good and i know a lot of people had a lot of problems with like the last quarter of the book and i understand that but i just thought it was really well written and i respect it so i gave it five stars i really liked it um and then i really liked book lovers by emily henry emily henry is one of my favorite authors so i every year she comes out with a new romance book and i read it and i always like them so if i had to rank them though I guess I still like people we meet on vacation the best. And then I really am debating between book lovers and beach read. But the more I think about beach read, I think I actually do like it more than book lovers, but I rated book lovers higher than beach read. So I'm not really sure. I don't know. I would just say read it. It's a really good book. Like if you're looking for a nice, just like a nice romance contemporary book, like a nice, funny, but still like emotional has like thoughts. Cause I know there's like a lot of, romance contemporary books that you just read just like mindlessly like it's just like for fun like but if you're looking for like a good medium like a medium I say it's like like one end of the scale is like pure smut like just like just just like ah like it's just like pure smut and then there's another end of the scale which is like so emotional like so emotional like just uh, like everything and then there's like a bunch of like things in between like really fluffy this is like a good medium of like everything like a good medium a good base i would say if you're looking just for like a solid romance book with like emotions and like good writing this is the book for you it's really good and then um i recently read funny you should ask and I really liked it. It was another like mis- miscommunication book, which is weird because I really don't like those books. I think they're like miscommunication trope is like one of my least favorite. I'm like, sorry, not miscommunication. It's like second chance love. I really don't like, I don't know why. I just don't find it like that realistic, but both the books I really liked this year were second chance romance. So I guess that's something to say about me. Um, but yeah, I really liked all three of those books. And then- um I'm trying to like okay I like want to talk about this book but it's also like not a good book I just want to talk about it but I'll talk about it after Dwani says her next thing because I don't want to talk too long I like grouped this like section into like things I had to like read for school so like this year um 
I read Interior Chinatown by Charles Yu. And this book, I feel like I, I talked about it in like another episode, but this book was like so good, like five stars. Like I think everyone should read it. Um, and it's like, it's not written in like a typical book style. It's written in like, like you would see like a screenplay um kind of like that so it's like this person and they're speaking for it this person they're speaking for it. so it's like screenwriter type kind of book but it's like so so good we read it for like our um Asian American unit and it was basically just like it's just talking about like the American dream and how people of color are put into this little box of stuff and like this little box and we're like limited to the opportunities in that box but yet we think that we have so many options and there's like so many things to do but we're like stuck behind this jail and it just keeps repeating over and over and over again and we can't like break out because it's the stereotype and it's just the way that like Asian Americans are just viewed by America in general and so it's just it's like one of the best books like I've, I've ever read. So I would definitely recommend that book. And then I read um, for school, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings um, by Maya Angelou. And again, like Maya Angelou's work is like always like, amazing. Like we've read many poems by her and stuff in like English class. And we had to read this book, um, definitely like five stars. And um, this is kind of like her memoir. Like it is her memoir. So she just talks about like her life, um, living in like a black community and again like you know the struggles that they face and like she lives in like a small southern town and it's just like the consequences of living in like a small little town and just like being like faced with like so much racism and just like just like kind of like showing you the reality of like living in those times um so that one that one was really really good as well and then we read The Road by Cormac McCarthy. And it's just for like our end of the world series, like apocalypse series. And this book was like so, so bad. Like it's like a one or two star read. Um, and like, I don't know why, like my teacher praised it so much. It like absolutely sucks. It's like this father and son that are like working are like working their way through like this burned America and he doesn't like really give you a reason why like America's like burned or like why the apocalypse happened or like exactly what even happened it's just that lots of people are dead America's burning stuff like that and it's just like them like navigating to this like navigating through like this road to like someplace home or whatever and it was absolutely bad like I would definitely like not recommend like at all <laughs> that's kind of funny um I know I I used to watch Duani like at school like read <laughs> read like before class um, and she would always be like okay everyone needs to be silent like I have 20 more pages to get through and we're always like girl like you have class you have first period English and it was so funny like that definitely one of my favorite parts of senior year um yeah um so actually I forgot a book I really liked um which was Mr. Wrong Number by Lynn Painter I just like Lynn Painter books like she's like not the most well-known but she has like a few books that I really really like um there's this one YA book that she wrote I can't remember the name but 
it was really, really good. So just like look up Lynn Painter YA. And that's like the book that I really liked last year. But Mr. Wrong Number was pretty good. It's like about this, like, it's like brother's best friend. And um, they accidentally somehow like her and the brother's best friend, like get each other's number, but it's like a wrong number. And they don't know that it's each other. And they kind of start like talking like anonymously. And then they like, end up like really liking each other and then somehow the brother's best friend finds out that it's like her number but he like wants to like keep talking he like doesn't want to like he does he's like oh my gosh I don't want to be in love with her but he doesn't want to like stop talking to her so he doesn't like tell her and it just becomes this whole thing and it was just really good I liked it um but anyways this next section of books I'm gonna talk about is like books that were kind of questionable or books I really hated so the first book is a million kisses in your lifetime um what to say about this book oh my gosh I read that too this year yes oh my gosh I think I talked about it but it was like kind of weird because it was supposed to be like enemies to lovers but it was really just like a really mean rich boy who like has been stalking this girl for like years. Like he has been stalking her for like basically years and he's like really obsessed with her. And she is like a virgin, which I don't know why it's an obsession, but it is like, it's creepy too. Like he was like really obsessed with this idea of her. And he was like, oh my gosh, like I want to like, I want to be like her first, I guess. And he was like stalking her and it was really weird. And like he sexualized like basically everything she did, like, she would just be like eating candy and he'd be like, that's really hot. And that was really uncomfortable for me. And it was also like 800 pages, uh, which was like interesting. But that was like one of the books that I read that was kind of eh. And then- um, Is that the book that had the lollipop scene in it? Yes. <sighs> that's the book with the lollipop scene. Oh my gosh. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just read it. You'll understand it. It's just eh. It is, <laughs> I can't even think about it without laughing. And speaking of really- bad spicy scenes the next book I'm talking about is actually a novella but it's actually by Allie Hazelwood which is the author of the love hypothesis and she came out with this like three set novella series and it's called like the Steminist series and I read all three of them so I'll tell you about them and I really I didn't really enjoy them so the worst one in the series is the second book um it's called Stuck With You and basically to set up process um the Steminist series is like a novella series about these like three girl best friends that are like in are like women in STEM and like basically all of the books are the same trope like it's the enemies to lovers like forced proximity type thing and the first book is called Under One Roof and basically her and her roommate hate each other like it's this guy she has to move in with because of a certain certain circumstance and they hate each other but it's a miscommunication they don't actually hate each other and they end up falling in love boom and it's like set in the stem world and yeah it's 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 kind of like the love hypothesis just like shorter which is really weird and the second one is the same exact thing except it's different because it's like her this guy who works in the same office building as her and they go on a date and then there's a miscommunication and then they're stuck in an elevator and they realize that the miscommunication happened and then they fall in love. So it's like the same enemies type thing. And then the last one is about this girl and she works at NASA and then they have like this like encounter one night and then she kind of like rejects him and then there's a miscommunication and then he saves her from like some ice thing and then they fall in love. So all three of the books are like 
kind of the same and it was kind of boring and I really feel like she should branch out of this like science world type thing because I know that's like her niche but like they all all of her books seem the same and I really feel like she's gonna end up being like a one-hit wonder if all of her books are gonna be the exact same thing and my true grievance with this series is the last book below zero they're like they're like workers at NASA right employees well this man compares this girl's body parts to topographical features on Mars that's like <laughs> I don't know what to say that's that's I've only read the first one and I didn't really like it that much I thought it was really boring but like yeah like how do you compare that to like Mars <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would just like I don't even know it's really inappropriate like I don't want to like describe it but like you can use your imagination like it was just awkward like I was just like why are we comparing this to Mars like random features on Mars and I'm like stop like if someone did that to me I would get up and leave like that is that's actually the worst and I just feel like all three of the books were the same and it kind of reminds me of the love hypothesis and even then I had grievances with love hypothesis. It's kind of like a Raylo fan fiction. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this next like series or this, like these books are gonna be like mediocre three-star like romance books that I just thought like, they really sucked. Like they just weren't that good. Um, this one is like spoiler, spoiler alert by Olivia Dave. This one was two stars. And basically, she's like, there's this like actor, right? And he he's in like the series. And this girl writes like fan fiction about that series and whatever. And um, I guess she like posts pictures of herself in like a costume. And there's like mean comments and stuff like that. So the actor like asks asks her out, and then they like fall in love. And like turns out like he writes fan fiction too. Like it's so weird and it's so bad. Like. I don't know who decided this was a good idea. Like, it just sucked. And then I read, okay, I keep giving Tessa Bailey, like, so many chances, but her books just suck so I hate much. her books. I really don't like them at all. And I keep reading them too. I don't know why I keep reading them when they're horrible. So I read the second book in the Bellinger Sisters series, Hook, Line, and Sinker. And again, so bad. Like, it's just, she just, like, she does not know how to write good romance. It just ends up being like trash. And then I heard about this like book that she wrote called like My Killer Vacation. And like, I'm giving her like one last chance because I did hear some good things about it. But I feel like people like, some people just like love Tessa Bailey. And like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't see it. Her books just like, I just don't like her books. And then there's another book called like Famous Last Words by C.W. Farnsworth or whatever. And this book like I did not understand like she goes to this college and there's this guy who's like the captain of the hockey team and like I guess they get like partnered for like a project or something and like they just like end up like liking each other like there was like no there's like no build-up or like no like good plot it just kind of felt like every like what pad book that you read oh my god like we get partnered for like a chemistry project and suddenly we like fall in love I don't know and then um let's see oh yeah I I read a million kisses in your lifetime again I don't know what that book was 
And then there's another one called Things I Wanted to Say by Monica Murphy. And again, it's kind of like the similar one where there's like this rich boy at this like school and like he's like cold and mean and whatever. And then there's like this girl that's like all kind and nice and whatever. And she like helps him like sneak in one time, like past curfew. And then they just like, you know, do the thing multiple times. And like, that's how they fall in love. Like, it's just, it's so bad. And then, um, oh yeah, I read Under One Roof as well. I didn't really like it. I thought it was like really, really boring. And then I read The Roommate. Like I've heard lots of things about this book and I read The Roommate by Rosie Dannon. Basically the guy's like, <laughs> like a corn star or whatever. And like, she's like this good girl, like prim and proper or whatever. And basically they're just sharing an apartment together. Um, and turns out she's like, not have like very much like very many like good experiences with intimacy so basically he's like oh like I'll teach you how to do it and she doesn't really like like talking about it or whatever but then they like start like their own like like intimacy like production company like I don't I don't even know how to explain that that one like was horrible and then I read um the last one I read was like where good girls go to die and it's like my brother's like best friend and like they like had a thing in like high school and then like he like dumped her whatever and like this is so bad but like they made like the author made it out to be like the girl's like only purpose in life was like being with that guy and she couldn't be with that guy she like didn't have a life so like after high school she like moved down to like Atlanta whatever and became like a sex worker and like her brother had like a bachelor party in Atlanta and they went to that sex club and they like found her there and like basically like dragged her home. And then the reason she explains why she went to Atlanta and to do this thing was to like, because he broke up with her when they were like 18 and like barely dated for like two months. So I, I absolutely hate it when like authors make girls like really weak and like their whole purpose is just like be with that guy. And if like, they're not with that guy, then like, they don't have any purpose or like, they're, do, do you get what I mean? Like those types yes. of books? Yes. I also, I also don't like it when like the girl is like chasing the guy for like so, so, so long. And the guy like doesn't notice her, doesn't care, doesn't like her. And then like out of the blue, randomly, he's like, okay. I like you now and nothing happens there's no apology there's nothing like there's nothing for him to like finally see her he just like all of a sudden is like you know what you're hot and that's it and then she's like yay he's finally in love with me I'm like girl no please go find someone who actually appreciates you because that's actually the worst and I, I just I hate that I hate that so much like I don't know there's just something I hate about that so much and the girl breakdown thing that reminds me of serenading heartbreak by ella fields which i read this year and that book was really really bad like it was just bad like i don't even care to explain it because you shouldn't read it like you just shouldn't it's not good um i don't know i just feel like i'm looking for the perfect book but i can't like find it because i'm looking for like a like a specific kind of like i'm just like making up a book in my head i think at this point because I want like a either like friends to lovers or like 
fake dating type of book because I really like um like the tension there like I like how it's kind of like oh like are we a real thing are we not I kind of like that more than I like enemies to lovers because I feel like enemies to lovers books now if you haven't read like okay if you've read like all the popular ones like the hating game like things like that then like you've probably read them all but like like trying to find like new ones that are good is really hard because I feel like they just take it to like the extreme like they either like like it's either like they don't even hate each other at all it's just like sexual tension or they like have a really weird reason for not liking each other like I don't know it just has to be believable it's, I can't be just like he stole your pencil like that is why would you hate like I don't know an, an example of that is like the unhoneymooners like I hated that book because the reason they hated each other felt really stupid to me yeah like I love enemies to lovers but there has to be like they have to be like real enemies like you can't be enemies for like 10 pages like that that's not how it works like oh my God. and the reason they hate each other is like so stupid like it's usually like miscommunication or stuff like that and I feel like the only time enemies to lovers like really works is in like fantasy and stuff like that and I'm not mm-hmm. really a huge fan of fantasy but like it, it's such a shame because they're all like they're all so badly written I feel like friends to lovers is like way better written than like enemies to lovers yeah so I've been like trying to look for a book like that and I can't find any like I just can't find any good ones so like if anyone has any recommendations please let me know because I don't know I just keep reading like the Tessa Bailey's of the books I don't know like okay I gave Tessa Bailey okay she has this book series like what was it like the first book was like fix her up and it was the most horrible book I've ever read and then I gave her another chance and read it happened one summer and I did not like it but a fun fact um the town that it was written in Westport is actually a town in Washington like that's where she said it in and I've been there multiple times because my dad likes to go crabbing there so like I've actually like been to the place where she like set the town in which I liked but other than that it was really bad and there's like this okay I really don't like this I don't think it's a trope I just think it's something really inappropriate I don't like it when like it's an inappropriate like when the couple decides to get like intimate and like a really inappropriate time like I don't okay how about I give an example like for example in the A Court of Thrones and Roses series um in the third book the couple like is like making out during the war like that seems inappropriate like people are dying outside and they're like making out that seems inappropriate to me and then another example is it happened one summer someone's in the hospital and these two decide to like get it on I find that also really inappropriate like anytime there's like a couple who decides to like do something like that like in a time of like desperation or like just like it's just like not an appropriate time I really hate that I don't know why it just feels like disrespectful like it feels like this is not the right moment to be like celebrating your love yeah it's just I don't know like this year like all I've been reading is like mediocre books and it's like not making me want to read and so I just like if you guys have any recommendations or anything, because like I'm like lucky sick of like book talk on TikTok because they recommend like the most popular and like the worst books. And like so I bad. keep like reading them and I just keep getting like disappointed. And it's just like so bad. So like I need <laughs> good books, like good four or five star books. Like just please, like any any good book that's like not bad. Yeah. And then I feel like on TikTok, I deleted TikTok a while ago, but I see it on my reels. Here's how like every single book talk 
video goes they like they like play some famous like audio and then like this book was so good like it made me want to smash down walls and like break down doors and like this main character is so hot and like this is the best book ever and then you read it and it's trash like it's really really bad and it's usually like they just take like one good line out of the book where it's like you're my salvation or for example like I don't know if that's a line in any book but probably is like you're my salvation and then they like they like pound the wall and they're like this was so good like this main character is so good and like sometimes yes it's good but other times it's just like trash bad and then they just like talk about the same books over and over again like it ends with us ugly love um what the addicted series um just like the same books, Love Hypothesis, The Spanish Love Deception, like just all of the books over and over and over again. And like, I've read them all. They're okay. I don't know. And then I have a hard time like finding books to read that sound good to me. Like, cause I'll go on like YouTube and ask recommendations and there's like nothing. And I'll ask friends and there's nothing. And it just feels like, eh. So now I just like go on Goodreads and just like search whatever sounds good I read. Yeah, like, nothing is, like, helping, like, I don't know, I just, I can't seem to find, like, a good book, and, like, people are, like, oh, my God, this is, like, five stars, and, like, I read it, and I'm, like, this is, like, barely a three-star book, like, where, wherever was it, like, a five-star, and then sometimes I think, like, I'm judging it too harshly, but then it's just, like, it's not good, like, the concept is not good, the plot is not good, and it just, like, sucks overall. If you couldn't tell here, we're one of those, like, I guess both of us are kind of, like, harsh graders, but it's just because, like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, rate a book five stars just because it was, like, okay. Like, I'm going to be honest, and the one thing I do have to say, though, is I do respect our authors because it takes a lot of effort to write a book, but I'm not going to, like, sit here and, like, rate every single book amazing, five stars, whatever, whatever, if it's not good. I'll be honest and tell you guys because it just, like, I don't know, it feels like a waste of time. So it's, I guess it's hard for me to find, like, a good book because sometimes I'm just, like, I guess I feel judgmental. Like, I feel the same way. I feel judgmental. But I also don't want to, like, be not honest because these are, like, my honest thoughts. Um, But, yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, everyone's book taste is different so to each their own I guess I really have to say and yeah I mean if you guys have any recommendations for us let us know yes um and we hope you enjoyed this episode um we also have a website so make sure to check that check that out as well we'll be probably updating that a lot more and our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice mistakes confessionals and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today because it's not just you worrying about even little things, it's us too. We hope you'll join us next time. Bye.